well right there. Uh, <laughs> welcome to the Jimmy Palomo Show. That's right. Show number 122. One Rupert Jones. Someone just drove off the road right there. If you remember Rupert Jones. <laughs> we are here live from downtown Mawa in the brand new spanking new Dining room, ex-dining room studios of Jimmy Plumbo Show coming to you along with Dave Sturcho from downtown Matawan with the Chop Sports Studios and Media Empire here at Shea. Um, now, we also have a new format, if you notice, around the screen here. Those of you watching live, if you're just listening to the podcast, you don't know what the hell I'm talking about. But <laughs> Dave put together a little, uh, I don't know, kind of a Michael K. Show-esque um, little thing so we have a little more graphics going on the jimmy plumbo show is constantly evolving uh dave how you doing today (laughs) that's a that's a loaded question today boy Uh, we were supposed to do the show yesterday um and when you have kids and you know this best uh you know when when some bug goes around the house guess what it's gonna get you it's gonna get you and it got me it didn't get me as violently as i thought and you know what i should probably knock on wood because maybe it's not over <laughs> it ain't yet over yet there's always yeah. round two Here we go. <laughs> that's right i survived round one i'm like don't throw in the towel it'll be fine i'll be good and uh, here i am I'm, I'm fine now but or at least i think i am and that but today a little rough man we almost dave's, had a dave's cup has runneth over with love here from the i Omni. almost had to pull the audible here today and 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 tell you to go at it yourself and have this overlay done by yourself and just have like a picture of me yes. like in my spot actually we should we should try to do that one then that'd be hysterical <laughs> on uh, the phone on the phone <laughs> it's just like one graphic. well dave had a situation he has a beautiful cat yeah and getting some mm. work done in the house apparently the cat uh, we thought left town yeah um, that was I and think the biggest gotta, thing for me was was what am I going to tell my daughter? Like that was just like, right, oh boy, brutal. you know, I haven't had to do it yet. I know that conversation's coming when things like this happen, uh, but like there have been a couple instances for that. But she was younger, so just like, hey, everything's gonna be all right. Don't worry about it. She forgot about it the next day. You know what I mean? Like, it's all it's good. It's this good. one would have hit home. So this one, uh, it was a. Uh, a couple hours of panic and little guy yes. came running out of the uh, bottom of the stairs or underneath the stairs. I don't know how. He found a place to go there, but he did. He's a he cat. Probably, so. He was pissed off at the workers in the house. He was. he was like, "Hey, I want peace and quiet." Throwing the day. I know. Hey, who are these assholes? Yep. And he exactly. got patted. I listen. My goldfish died. I, I bought a goldfish when I, I got into his apartment a couple of years ago. And the thing, I was like, just last like six months. I need six months out of this guy. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's like I felt like I was a a pitching coach saying, I just need five innings out of you, and I'll win this series. <laughs> and all of a sudden, in the second inning, a walk, an error, a three run ding dong. Uh, the, 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 fish died. the fish died on me I had to bury it outside with Natalie We had a ceremony I had to put a rock on top of it Outside, so I, isn't the fi- Don't the fish usually go down the toilet? Isn't well, that I like just, the- I, listen, Natalie wanted a full burial So she got oh, wow. it And uh, prayers were oh, said God. here in front, right? Wow But okay. the worst part is I, uh, I'm just laughing at my Bing Crosby shirt here More on that in a minute The uh, <laughs> name of 58 year old guys Wearing a Bing Crosby golf shirt The uh, but then I got another fish, another beta fish, this pink thing. My daughter, for some reason, does not pick out good-looking fish. Okay, mm. <laughs> That doesn't happen with her uh, dating life. Mm. This fish refuses to die. There's been moves. <laughs> there's been cleaning things going on. This fish is like, you know what? I'm trying to think of the picture. Who's that picture for the Yankees? You got the no-hitter. 
but he didn't win the game. Who's that guy? Do you remember? No hitter didn't win the game. Yeah, with eight. You sure, it wasn't changed, a Met. <laughs> no, they changed the rules on. Oh, my brother's gonna be so mad. Anyway, this fish just gives you innings. The workhorse. He says, Coach, every four days, give me the ball. I'll go seven and two thirds. This fish won't die. Fish name is Sullivan. Uh, and when it Sullivan, dies, that, great name. that'll be the last Palumbo fish. <laughs> this is the final. <laughs> I feel like I'm on the final tour here. Uh, and that'll be, so I know that. Listen, I know explaining your kids when pets die. Plus, when, thank you. when pets die, it sucks. When dog dies, cat, it all sucks. Uh, but that brings us here with Dave shitting himself, trying to find his cat. <laughs> trying to that's share the, out that's your show. The theory right now, on actually. that show. And, uh, I know shout out to Will Pena getting involved from Dying Breed Garage here at Shea and my buddy Sheeha. Um, this is show number 122. And as you know, top of the baseball card. Now, the last two have been kind of my fan favorites. This one might be, you know, I love shitty, flawed players like Stanton and so on. And Cecil Fielder is the Yankees. Right great. Okay. My, this card is from 96, the Boo Boo. Ruben Sierra, by far one of my favorite Yankees. Okay. Because all I know is when you watch Yes highlights, and this is all you naysayers out there, when you watch uh, 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 highlights of the Yankees on, on Yes from you know, 96 to the, uh, 2005, Every playoff game, Ruben Sierra gets a huge two-run double or a three-run <laughs> home run. I'm telling mm-hmm. you, it's like, yep. matter of fact, it seemed like I, I'm willing to bet. Like I think Jeter got three hits in the postseason as compared to Ruben Sierra. It seemed like Ruben Sierra had dog. some huge, he had huge hits, especially on those like when you when they put the whole game on. On yes, sometimes you're like, well, Ruben Sierra coming in about two sixty, getting a huge double down the line. Um, so uh, my daughter's sending me a sex right now i don't know what's going on um but uh that's what happens dad's job is always there but anyway so ruben sierra now first of all he played from 86 to 2006 i have his 96 card here lifetime batting average 268 306 home runs over 2000 hits 1300 rbis he played with and are you ready texas oakland the yankees detroit cincinnati toronto the White Sox, Texas, Seattle, Texas, <laughs> and back to New York, and then Minnesota for about a, a cup of coffee. At the end, his actually mom got sick, and he really just kind of bailed on it, which uh, rightfully so. You got to do what you got to do. He mm. played with nine different teams, 340 batting average in the a- a- ALCS. Best, arguably that one of the best ALCS players of all time, Ruben Sierra. Now, th- I find this – you may not find this funny, but this is the guys he was traded for. You ready for this? He was traded for Jose Canseco. He was traded for Danny Tartable. He was traded for Cecil Fielder. And he was um, traded for Marcus Thames. Now, the funny thing is, he was traded for the same kind of player. Like Thames actually, actually became the Yankees batting coach. Right, they became the batting coach. But um, in 89, though, I did not know this, he played 162 games. He doesn't look like a guy who plays every day. He hit 29 home runs, batted 306. 119 RBIs. That's a month. That's a that's a judge year for Christ's sake. Mm-hmm. And in '91, he played 161 games, 25 home runs, 116 RBIs. We're talking 30 million dollar a year numbers right there. Mind boggling. <laughs> he was my but my favorite Ruben Sierra story. Well, two game four against the Twins, 2004, he had a three run home run in the fifth inning, changed that series, no doubt about that. Mm-hmm. But one of my favorite things, I went to a game with one of my dear agents, Neil, uh, at uh, Abrams, and. We, he got tickets. He goes, Jimmy, these are second row behind the dugout. And we were literally, the on-deck circle was about eight feet from my face. 
So the game, we're there, beautiful day. I'm drinking beers. I'm with him and his wife. Sierra's in the starting lineup, right? And I'm just, I, every time I get up, I'm like, I called him the boo-boo. Ruben the boo-boo. That's my nickname. I came up with it. And he could totally hear me, as could uh, uh, Jeter. And like Matt, Matsui's the largest human being known to man. He's like <laughs> six times the size of Otani. He's a monster, this guy, right? So I, I laugh that the players can totally hear you when you're only eight feet away and you yell out, you suck. They, when they say, oh, we don't we don't pay attention to the fans. <laughs> yes, you do. <laughs> if you're in Target shopping to buy a hat and all of a sudden someone just comes behind you eight feet and says, hey, Sturgeo, you suck. You're going to act like, no, I don't, I don't pay attention. That was all the time, actually. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> so with that, the game is 0-0. Zero, zero. I think it was against the Blue Jays. I'm not 100% sure, though. The game was 0-0, zero, zero, and I kept – every time Sierra got up, I would stand up and face the crowd and say, the boo-boo will deliver us. The boo-boo will deliver us, right? It Jimmy gets to the ninth inning. <laughs> yeah, a couple of me. It gets to the ninth <laughs> inning, and I think Jeter and A-Rod were up before him, okay? Jeter, Jeter hits a ground ball. A-Rod strikes out on three pitches, right? Sierra gets up with two outs in the bottom of the ninth inning, and I'm the whole game. <laughs> I am saying, the boo-boo, the boo-boo will deliver us, right? First pitch, he hits the ball 475 feet, dead center field, right? <laughs> I stand up. I had the, the crowd... I wish I could get that game on Yes Network. The crowd behind home plate was cheering me, not Ruben Sierra. The guy was like, he wait, called wait. it. You got it. Uh, what game was this? I, I have. To, it was probably ninety, uh, early nineties, two thousand, maybe somewhere. I don't even know. I, I will find out when that game was. I'll look for the game. I, I would love nothing more than to find you just in the yeah, background, just like and I'm, I'm probably Ooh. visible. I'm visible. That's what I'm saying. It was behind home plate. Yeah. And I, I joke, and the crowd was like, guys were yelling, he called it, he called it. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's bound <laughs> to happen. That's also now, of course, he is a um, he's a salsa king now. <laughs> he does salsa music in Puerto Rico, and of course he, is. He's, he has way more views than you and I do on <laughs> Instagram. He's like huge. I'm trying to get him. I'm gonna, I gotta post this to his Instagram, see if he puts it on. But the biggest thing I've learned about him was that early in his career, he was one of the biggest prospects like ever, like almost strawberry-esque. He, he was supposedly like the, a clear, very early first round pick. He was out, he had, he played the field. He did everything well, but all indications are that he was a huge jerk off in the clubhouse. Joe Torrey called him the most on toughest player he's ever had to coach. Joe Torrey he just sits there and does nothing. Really? You see, uh, and uh, you have another great, um, Show uh, Tony Larusa hated him. Like all these big time managers couldn't stand him, and the Yankees traded him after the first time because they just couldn't stand him in the, in the dugout anymore. Right when when he ran into trouble with the other teams, he got trade. He got uh, uh, re-signed by the Yankees. He walked right up to Joe Torre and said, "Joe Torre, I am so sorry." I'm older now. I was a complete asshole. That's and, good. You know, and then after that, Joe Torrey says he was one of the best players to coach because I put him at DH. I put him in the field. I had him at first base. And all he did is bat 340 in the ALCS. That's why we love him. So <laughs> listen, I'm a big fan of Ruben Sierra and Cecil Fielder and Giancarlo Stanton. But of course, Stanton stinks. We'll get to more of that later. Oh, God. But that's it. So now who do you have? I got to get off the, the baseball path here because I have to because it's okay. just enough is enough. I can't do the Yankees or anybody like God, that I anymore. I can't, can't believe you're wearing a Yankee hat this morning. I, me too. But you know what? I just I, I was tired of getting into slack for um, this is TJ Watt. And the reason why uh, I bring up TJ okay. Watt well, he's pretty popular, is because, though. oh, he's very popular. And his story career, I mean, the reason, the reason why. 
What? I didn't mean to downgrade that TJ Watt. That's like saying, yeah, TJ Watt won defensive player of the year. Yeah, yeah of course. The reason Great. why I bring that up is because training camp is starting uh, next week for the NFL. So I'm excited about that. Um, of course, you know, our best guard is now holding out. Your defensive, uh, I think it was a linebacker or safety, tore his ACL yeah. yesterday in mini yeah. camp. So just like, or OTA or whatever the fuck they're calling it. Um, but it's just crazy. The reason why I bring up TJ Watt is because I'll never forgive the Dallas Cowboys uh, for drafting one Taco Charlton. Uh, right before TJ Watt. So those are the ones that I always, I, you don't understand me. Listen, and Chris the, cowboy, the Cowboy brass was looking at tape. They said, Hey, Taco Bell guy was much yeah. better than uh, we TJ could definitely, Watt. we could definitely brand this better. <laughs> like you could, let's not get the bull rusher. Let's get this guy. Cause he might sell some t-shirts. Um, now the reason why and me and Chris have these lengthy conversations of like bad, bad draft, like oh, blunders so by our teams, not even just like bad draft picks, but guys that we left on the board past us. You know, like I right. remember the uh, the Cowboys in 98 drafted one David LaFleur, tight end, because Troy Aikman loved him coming out of college. But they right. might have left a guy in the, on the table, his name, your friend and mine, Randy Moss. Right, <laughs> so right. they, could, well, they didn't draft Randy Moss. So that, how, that's about, like, how about your, your, your best defensive player right now? Giants could have took him. Yep, absolutely. You could have had the you could have had LT a Jace on your team, but Imagine I that. mean, look, that was a, a blessing because now he's one of the best defensive. I players wish there were. You know what? I think, I think a better book would be on stuff like this. Shitty draft. That's the name of the book. Should be called Shitty Draft Picks. <laughs> I want to hear from the scouts. In other words, we could sit here all day and say, uh, you know, oh my God, it took so and so over Micah Parsons, but but mm. I want to hear scouts go. Well, hang on. Like at the time, like. Because these scouts, like, by the way, there's not just one scout. These no. organizations have 200 scouts all over. And I remember the book on Micah Parsons. He left school early, Penn State. It was at my cousin John, big Penn he didn't State play. Man. He didn't play in the COVID year. Yeah, and also my cousin John would say, yeah, he made a lot of tackles after the guy got seven yards. He was, that was like my that was the Cowboys MO for a little while. Right. <laughs> yeah, so I would love to hear the, the uh, like – like the real, like, hey, let, let, let me tell you why. You know what I mean? Why we went that direction. Because otherwise, it's just like, ah, you fucked up. You, you know, you, you mm -hmm. hit on 16, you didn't get a five. Right. But I want to hear, like, no, no, like with the Sam Bowie Jordan thing. Like, I read one time that, like, he was a major prospect. Nobody had, you know, you can't, you know, Tom Brady in the sixth round. I don't know if you heard the story about Seven. that little, <laughs> that old man coach, uh, scout for the Giants. Mara, Wellington Mara had one of these, one of those, like, cigar chomping, Jersey guys who's been scouting since 1905 <laughs> and he would for some reason he had his family was in Michigan or something and he would he would go around and he would send notes to the Giants on players he would scout in high school like ninth grade football this is, that was old school so he kept on saying hey this guy Tom Brady over Michigan and they were like who I started to he's big he's strong he's got a nice one blah blah he kept on so he for he had a whole file on him, but it wasn't like saying he's a no doubter. It was like if we can get this guy late, this is somebody you may want to take. Yeah. Supposedly he was in the draft room, and once it got passed, let's face it, after the third round of the NFL draft, it's like okay, yeah. you know, they say you know, it's like you know, maybe fourth round. Prescott's a fourth round pick. Yeah, okay, well fourth round, okay. Right. Uh, let's say a fourth round for argument's sake. Let's talk about um, let's talk about the fact that like the like day three, like when the when okay. the when the coverage stops and it's just like the ticker on the bottom, nobody That's actually right. cares about That's who's right. getting. There you go, Fine. exactly right. There you go. And he was supposedly in the room, and like the fifth round, he was like, uh, hey, you know what, let's. Doesn't seem like we have a consensus here. Let's uh, Tom Brady, Tom Brady, Tom Brady, and they just ignored him. Cut to twenty years later. I'm reading the paper. He he kept all his notes and he wrote like mentioned it again, mentioned it again. And 
But I would love to hear what the scouts and GM say. Um, not to defend them. So you can't defend like, you know, taking a Randy Moss over Taco Bell guy, whatever you're talking about. But you still have to you have to say, let me tell you what, like Sam Bowie over Jordan. There was reasons why that nobody, you know, that kind of thing. Anyway. All right. Well, TJ Watt, non-Cowboy draft pick. Thank God. <laughs> that to me was a great draft by the Cowboys. Uh, otherwise, oh, he would have wreaked havoc to the metal. And Taco Troutman got himself a ring, I think, last year. I, I yeah. believe he was a member of the Chiefs at the, at the end of the season. So Did He, he doesn't still play in those uh, Dallas Cowboy basketball games, does he? <laughs> No right. <laughs> <laughs> you know, TJ Charles for threes. Got it. We're tired oh, of it. I just had it. I did. You know what's so funny? Bringing up uh, old time players. You never know who you're talking to on social media. You really don't know. There's so many imposters out there. So sure. many people are just so weird. Like think about how weird that has to be to you know make up the fact that you're somebody else. It's just a, not right. well weird. mentally. But anyway, I texted Joe Cavino the other day and I said, Hey, by any chance, does Tony Dorsett actually? like interact with fans on on instagram and he goes i think his wife runs his account but i don't know if he's like interacting Into so it, right. some guys are i i i have a tony dorsett i i took a picture of my whole shelf and i tagged tony dorsett because i have an autographed helmet of his and like three days later when the story's gone on instagram 24 hours the story goes away right. and he's like hey and i'm like Tony, <laughs> you know, I was like, like Tony, like wait, no, hold on. And I was Mr. like, Tony Dorsett. I was like, um, hi. And he's like, uh, appreciate the tag on the on the helmet. And I was like, oh man. And my fanboy took over. Like this has got to be him. It's definitely him. And I'm like sitting. I'm like, oh, I'm a big fan. You know, my dad's been a big fan for blah blah blah. And he's like, oh, true fans like you are the definite. He was like talking to me like he was Captain America or some uh, shit. So and I was great. like, okay. And then, then he was ready. And then I let it go. And I talked to Joe. And Joe was telling me like, oh, "This might, you know, this might not be him." And I was like, "Okay." <laughs> you know, what? I, I like, say, I say, you just make it him anyway. <laughs> I, but then the next thing, I, I left the conversation, and then like an hour later, I got a, "How you doing?" I'm like, "That's not fucking Tony Dorsett." <laughs> There's no way. Well, There's no way. Tony Dorsett's like asking Chop Sports Sturch how what he's is- doing on a Wednesday. <laughs> not happening. Well, I will tell you that uh, as a Giant fan, long time Giant fan, my whole life. Um, back in the day, one of my favorite players, not at the, not when he was playing, I loved Tony Dorsett. I also Great. was a big Starback fan. Mm. Um, even though I, I just didn't want to, that's Captain know, America. Right. But Tony Dorsett, I remember my cousin, John, if he's listening, is driving off the road right now there. We, we were in the upper deck of giant stadium. Okay. So you could see the whole field. Everybody mm. said, Oh, you could do it. We, we could tell when a wide receiver was covered the whole way down or something. Blah, blah, blah. Like when Drew Pearson was open on every play, you realize, oh, thank God they ran because Drew Pearson had 17 yards on some shitty defensive back. But there was there was a couple of plays where, especially, I guess, yeah, when in Dorsett's prime, we would blitz and have Staubach, like or early, um, uh, who's after Staubach? Was it Aikman? It was Danny White? We, yeah, maybe Randy White. And, uh, uh, no, Danny White. Uh, Danny White. And we would have the quarterback, but all of a sudden you realize that it was a screen. From the upper deck, and oh, yeah. all we all we saw. Now again, I was 16 years old. From the upper deck, all I saw was four Dallas Cowboy linemen shifting to the right. Danny White, <laughs> there's a wall the, in front of him, flipping the ball over, <laughs> and he and it lands in number 33's hands. And all you were like, and you were night, like, night. oh my oh, god, night. oh my god. <laughs> he, he would just and somehow like Harry Carson, who was a great player, would somehow like 
Dorsett would get like 26 yards and Harry Carson would like touch his ankle and get him out of bounds. But it was like, this guy, I do. I think Dorsett is an underrated running back, not talked about enough. Uh, so I'm a fan. I used, to have, uh, I used to have lunch. I used to have lunch with Harry Carson every Wednesday, him and Bob Papa when I interned for the Giants. They would just chill Papa. with us. Bob Papa. Um, yeah, they would just hang out with us. And just... All right. So listen, bottom line is TJ Watt. And Ruben Sierra, that was a long Back opening a here on a short really show was. we're going to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know people are like, why do you talk too much about sports? Well, because I think this is funny. I think people need to know about Tony Dorsett. All right. Well, listen, we got big news, big news, big news coming out of the Patreon.com. Oh. That's right. Oh, well, first, man. listen, I, I've been saying for weeks, there is just no reason we cannot sign Patrick Ewing, number 33, on Jimmy Plumbo's uh, Patreon. And out of nowhere, a family member, a, a, a relatively close family. What family do you have? <laughs> My cousin Joanne Palumbo out of Long Island, now based in New York City, a lawyer. I think she her firm represents like Yoko Ono or something, some connection to the so Beatles. New York City lawyer. So she better be top I, tier. New York City, she, <laughs> I have no problem with her tier. I'll leave it at that here in shape. But she calls me up and says, Jimmy, I'm like four shows behind. Like she listens to the show and she heard, I guess she heard me say 33. We need a Patrick Ewing. Of course, he said, I don't know who Patrick Ewing is, but I still. <laughs> so I got my cousin, Joanne. Uh, nice. Thank you so much. I had to give her a shout out. Uh, and of course, I, I'm not I'm not going to be rattling off the names because that'll make the show even longer than it should be. Uh, but I'm just going to give a shout out to Tyson Hogan, the one nobody knows here. Shay. <laughs> And uh, also, I got to give a shout out to Daryl Clark, who's constantly busting my balls. And uh, eventually, as soon as Sam Gresso's kids are out of college, I know he'll be my biggest supporter. Sam, Sam just said there's bigger news. There's someone else besides me watching the show. <laughs> and Sam Gresso with an uppercut. Palumbo is shaking. We're not sure if he, he's getting in the round ends. We're not sure if he's going to come out for oh the fourth round. Oh, my God. That's, uh, that's great, Good job, stuff, Sam. great stuff. First of all, there's seven people listening. Okay. Oh, wow. Sam, right. Look at the wrists on Ronnie Gant right there. Um, anyway, <laughs> and a shout out to my boy, Brian Shevlin. I'll be seeing him down the shore soon enough. All right. Well, uh, which brings us to <laughs> Sam Grassel's got me rattled. I might have my trainer. I would love to. I wish, night, we were, everybody. <laughs> I wish we were mic'd up in the corner. What my corner man's telling me right now. We don't need this fight. We don't need this fight. Hang in there. He has got nothing but that. He's got nothing but that. And you, and you got you, you to call it. You got to call it. Just call okay. it. No, no, no. no. I'll go back in. Give me back in there. First of all, you make it. Sam Grasso. By the way, for people listening on audio, I get this little chat thing on the video. And Sam first said Tony, Tony Dorsett was good. And then he uppercuts me. So that was, I got lulled to sleep. <laughs> And then he whacked another, another you, let you, you let your guard down. Right you let your guard, let my guard down. down. I got beat. I got beat. Oh my God. By Tom Laidlaw. That's uh, <laughs> another shitty cowboy. Right? It was Laidlaw? Was that was his name? Like getting that Laidlaw? right? Laidlaw? I don't even remember that name. I mean, that, that's got to be deep on the roster. You know what? You know what sucks about my show besides the content? What sucks <laughs> about my show is my brother, okay, my older brother, five years older than me. He's always 11 episodes behind, okay? <laughs> so what happened is he'll be on a, a trip, a work trip or something, and I'll get a phone call from him. It'll be like, it wasn't Tom Laidlaw. It's Joe Laidlaw. Like, I'm like, what? <laughs> what? what did I say Tom Like, do you think I've already forgotten that I said Laidlaw on the show? <laughs> uh, so, someone's probably Googling at home. But my brother comes in with these. Oh, I just, uh, the Giants didn't make the playoffs that year. It was the next year. Like, oh, okay, right. <laughs> 30 years ago, I missed the, what year the playoffs in. You know? I'm going to hear something about Ruben Sierra. Anyway. Which brings us to your friend and mine, absolute eyewear getting involved here from the Omni 42 Main Street, Woodbridge, New Jersey. 
732-326. Aye. Aye. Ah, pretty good cue right there, Craig. And Jaybird, Janine, Michonne, family-owned, brother and sister. We all know Craig played on my softball team, and Janine's just a cool chick, and they're both licensed opticians. Um, and they do everything. Full service, prescription eyewear, sunglasses, you name it, they got it. Glasses. For the kids here at Shea, contacts, eye exams, they do have their air conditioning back. Um, now <laughs> between between you shitting yourself this week and going to Absolute Eyewear two weeks ago, you are like, can I also tell you? Are you down awake, Les? Are I'm you down awake? I'm feeling felt right now. Um, can I also tell you their uh, their expertise in breaking and entering too? Yesterday, um, so Janine hit me up two days ago asking me about the, my availability at the at the studio yesterday and i said uh yeah i was like if we're recording a show it's probably between 11 and 11 30 so just like whatever because craig was supposed to drop off my glasses uh the new glasses that they just replaced the, the lenses or whatever because apparently my old prescription is better than my new one but um so the funny part is i'm editing in here so there's no show actually happening and i'm he- editing and i hear somebody walk in the front and I'm like, oh, it's Chris. You know, I'll see him when he walks in. There's like steps, little crickets <laughs> noise. I go now at this time, it's like 45 seconds later. I'm like, all right, well, he hasn't even said what's up yet. So let me go out and say what's up. There's nobody in the building. And I was like, there's there was definitely somebody here. Yo, like the what ghosts the of chop sports. I'm looking around. I'm like, I'm opening doors slowly. I'm like, Chris, 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 you know, nobody. And then all of a sudden, Chris does get there. I'm talking to him for a little while. And he's sitting at his desk. He's like, are these your glasses? I was like, holy shit. I was like, Craig dropped off the glasses. He thought I was recording a show and didn't say hello. He just dropped them off like a ninja in the night and took off. But look at that. Not for nothing. Customer service at its best. He's dropping off glasses. Now, I know Chris, I know uh, uh, Craig lives over the bridge somewhere, not too far from you, but still. I think he's in Matawan. Listen. Absolute eyewear does. That's the kind of thing they do. They get involved. They will do. They're Great not going to hand deliver everything. I live in Ramsey. <laughs> by the time I get my glasses, uh, matter of fact, just to let you know, I have like six pairs of glasses that are cracked, broken. The lenses are still good. I have to bring them down there and bust his chops and get everything done. But of course, Absolute Eyewear down by the train station in Woodbridge. They're great. Go check them out. And when you leave there, you don't. Feel like a jerk off. That's right. Of course, Dave felt like a jerk off being a little bit of a pussy walking around the studios being scared shit that someone was going to come in and rob him and kill him as he looks at his phone. All right. Well, listen, (laughs) are you frozen? No, no, no. I was was answering a text. (laughs) Sometimes, listen, uh, the the Chris Gucci method uh, is a style of podcasting where when you're on the show, you think it's a frozen picture. That's how they're not paying attention. They're looking at their it's phones. Not, I mean, for anybody listening, uh, it's actually a pretty cool text to receive uh, because of the context of it. And it's from, I was supposed to later on this afternoon, which kind of works out because I'll be a little bit more healthy tomorrow. Uh, later on this afternoon, I was, I was supposed to interview Sean McEwen. He is the tight end in the tight end room for the Dallas Cowboys. And they're doing, you know, they're starting camp. He actually just texted me to reschedule to tomorrow but the okay. reasoning is and, and it's cool because it's like it's like kind of cool he's got the shits he, too he goes hey brother sorry to switch it up um but dak just invited me to the rangers game today and uh, i was like i was like when dak that. invites you go <laughs> i was like enjoy yourself see you tomorrow but that's just kind of cool man like he's just right. talking so to you're, dak you're in the realm of that cowboy stuff yeah man. It, it's not like i have a show to do don't worry about no no, no. <laughs> I, I i got i got more important shit here i mean come on <laughs> Like, you know, one thing about me, I hire reluctant co-hosts. Uh, Chris Gucci almost came off the disabled list to do the show today. Uh, 
but he did not because he could care less. But anyway, uh, go check <laughs> out sent, Absolute. How much does he care? He just sent me a reel like on Instagram to watch. Like he knows I'm doing the show because he's in the other room. So know, like, right he's like, hey, watch this. this. is really funny. We have to have, you know what? I, you know what? You know what we're doing? You know what we got to do next? No, I'm, I'm just next week. I'm going to split the screen. We got to have Chris on for five You want Chris on? All right. Yeah, I'm going to. We'll, I gotta we'll, make we'll, another fucking overlay, but I'll do it. I'll make it. <laughs> I'll make it happen. Well, we have to do. We have to get the audience just wants to hear. Make sure he's okay. Yeah, He'll look like Derrick Rose in that one game last year when he tried to play after not playing for forty games. Anyway, absolute eyewear. God bless. Um, so, I had a crazy. Uh, now, after our last show, by the way, my sister's in the apartment here, buzzing around cleaning while I'm doing the right podcast. now. <laughs> yeah. How's she? Say hi, Mayor. Say hi. There Hello. she is, getting involved here. <laughs> and my sister, Mary Eileen McCarty, getting involved. Sam, don't she's, get me You know, she acts like she's just trying to get... <laughs> <laughs> Lysol, sister, a new the sponsor. Lysol, cleaning it. <laughs> she wants to clean my computer screen. It looks like shit. Um, <laughs> but last week, after the show, the next day, I went to the St. John Vianney Fair, getting involved here in Shea. Met some friends down here. Um it's so funny being at that fair, man. It's just like, it's been so long. I actually it, had a friend who went and I was like, oh, Jimmy was there. Did you see him? As if like, yeah, as if like, like you're holding court in the center, like well, Jimmy's I, here, everybody. What happened to me was, of course, I walked around. I, I don't even, usually you knew the old ladies working in the tents. I knew nobody. Mm. I went into the <laughs> beer tent, $4 for a little cup of beer, by the way. But I didn't know anybody. I walked around just to reminisce. I got the shitty pizza that they have there. That's like part of the, you know. And uh, I, I hung on the beer tent. But then everybody looked nine years old. I thought for a second I was in the babysitting area. I was like, oh, is this where they keep that? All the kids are here so the parents can go out and drink. Where's the beer tent? The other beer tent. The non, you know. Everybody looks so young. But the people are coming up to me. Hey, Jimmy, I, I think I was in your shore house once when I was 22. The beautiful girl comes up to me. <laughs> Oh yeah, sure. Yeah, you're friends with Tommy Plinio and Bobby Cristiano. I'm like, oh yeah. I'm like, how old were you? She was 22. I'm like, oh, my God, I was like 37. I was a journeyman. I was, I was wow. like Ruben Sierra with Minnesota, and he Did was you give her uh, the old boo boo. <laughs> no, she's married, got three kids. I couldn't, I couldn't go five. I couldn't go five and a third with her. <laughs> I look, I look like the guy. You know, the, you know, they got third, old third base coach with saggy pants. But uh, I. Uh, but it was great walking around. Then I started to see some people like, oh, that's a guy from Beer League. And that's a, it's funny. Oh, that's a guy. One guy says, you were on something borrowed. I love when someone comes up to me. I'm like, I have like, I have, yeah, like it's a movie. And like, I love the random credits that people throw out. But uh, it was fun. I had a good time. But then I decided my daughter was dancing down in uh, Atlantic City for nationals. I said, you know what? Rather than drive all the way back up to Bergen, let me just head down. I'll get a shitty hotel somewhere. I don't know what I was thinking. I had two or three beers in me, so I wasn't drunk at all. I get, I go down. I get on Route 9. I, 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 I'm the stupidest human being of all time. So I get on Route 9. I'm like, you know what? Let me just get like another half hour, 40 minutes south of Colonia. And then I wake up in the morning and I'm not that far from Atlantic City, right? I get on Route 9. Now, I'm going by old clubs I used to go to. I was like, you know, to me, I was like the back, the background music was walking in the park and reminiscing. Right? I, remember, oh, I remember that place. Oh, that ah, used to fantasies. Be yeah, <laughs> I mean, exactly right. I'm going to, well, that used to be this, that used to be city lights. I was driving down. Right? Was Black Betty's over there. That was right, so yeah, Here we go. Oh my God. So funny. And some of them, Ooh, that's, what is that now? Oh, it's a Home Depot. That used to be anyway. So I'm driving down and then I, I was relaxed. All of a sudden, like, 
I'm driving, and I get all of a sudden I get into parts of Route Nine. Like people don't realize, before the Parkway, Route Nine was how you got down the shore. Mm. All of a sudden, I'm in areas of Route Nine. I'm like, okay, there's no clubs here. I've been on the road a very long time. <laughs> so I'm driving, I'm driving, I'm driving, I'm driving, and all of a sudden I'm like, hey, wait a minute, like where did like I started to go into areas where there wasn't any holiday inns. Like there mm. wasn't any like a little, you know, comfort suites day here at the stadium. I wanted to drop like 90 bucks or hundred bucks to sleep for a couple hours, wake up in the morning. Next thing you know, I end up, I'm, I'm all the way down by like LBI. Whoa. Okay? <laughs> That's how far out I went. You made, you made your way. And now I'm like, okay, I'm tired now. I don't want to do this. I really sleep in my car. So I'm sudden I, I I pull over just to Google like nearest hotel. It's like oh yeah, Holiday Inn right on that road that leads you to LBI. It's only four hundred and seventy five dollars to stay for the night. I'm like <laughs> what is going? So I go past LBI. Next thing you know, I'm like okay, I I felt like I was in the movie Deliverance right now. I was like a young Ned Beatty. I'm like where am I headed to right now? I was looking at things. So I pulled into this one hotel and said like you know. The Sweet Motel, something like that. I walk in, and dude, this place looked like it was. This was like this is where you die. This is the opening of a horror movie. Jimmy, but when, <laughs> and, and, and matter of fact, I see the description. <laughs> right, right, chainsaw yeah. guy. The description is a a podcaster heads down the shore late at night. That's what the, <laughs> so, so I said. Next thing you know, I'm driving. I ended up. Now, if anybody knows anything about Atlantic City, I ended up in Absecon, which. Oh, yeah. Is 15 minutes away from where my daughter was staying, but I might I, as well just it, go right to AC. It was too late. Well, I, I again, I, I was like, I just wanted to wake up. I stayed at this comfort suites. They need to talk it over. They need, they definitely need <laughs> one of those. They definitely need a, a full timeout. Not this place needed. Like, this place was, they charged me $10 to park. I'm like, what are we at Disney World? Then? I slept, I was in the building a total of seven and a half hours. I couldn't How much sleep. did it cost you to stay there? I think it was 90 bucks. It was, oh. and there's all those shitty hotels when you take 100 bucks. You could have drove another 15 minutes right to the uh, city. Getting it. I know, but then hotels there, same thing. Yeah, been, been, uh, but anyway, I ended up down at Nationals and uh, my daughter did great. The King Center did great. Um, we, I was going to spend a day on the beach with her. I was actually in the water. The water was warm. It would be beautiful, the whole thing. Brigantine, which is uh, north of Atlantic City, nice town, uh, kind of like an LBI feel, families and stuff like that. But I got to tell you, I think I talked about this last year. Atlantic City. Uh, Atlantic City is just uh, – I don't understand Atlantic City, actually. I, I have friends that are politically involved in Atlantic City, and I've had conversations with them, and I just feel like – Atlantic City has been around since, like you know, I think some of the disciples and Jesus was there for uh, you know, I, uh, or Mo Moses didn't when he parted the Red Sea. It almost went to Atlantic City. That's how that's how long Atlantic City's been around. <laughs> like ba like Bally's was at the end of it. Oh yeah, <laughs> I, I mean, uh, listen, Atlantic City has the original like uh, lifeguards. The uh, ACBP were, were the original lifeguards. Like they they created the genre. Okay, like and uh, a, a thousand years ago, rich people would go down there, like in the show Boardwalk Empire. But that was in 1935. And the, the Atlantic City is just, it's dirty, it's filthy, it's not safe. It's split into two areas the marina, where you got the Borgata, the Golden Nugget, and Harris. And up at the, the beach there, the boardwalk, you got horrific hotels. And then you got the ocean view, and maybe the Hard Rock Cafe goes like nine and seven, makes the playoffs. And the ocean <laughs> view is 10 and six. The Borgata goes 13 and three. The Golden Nugget never makes the playoffs. They are the jets of <laughs> hotels there. And then you got Harris. Harris. I 
Harris? had some good times. I've had some good times at Harris. Okay, you didn't go to that Golden Dome pool, did you? I did. Of okay. course, I well, did. Well, now, how long ago was that? How long ago was that, Dave? Two thousand thirteen. Okay, ten, so years, 10 years ago. ago? Yeah. Okay, okay. Were well, you married then? I was not. Okay, so you went down there to talk it over with the talk it over. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. right. Well, that'll do it here from the Omni. <laughs> the, that place is is first of all, it's like one hundred ninety dollars to even enter that dome. <laughs> Okay, and I guess it's great in January and February when you're freezing your balls off here. But the whole place just again, anybody walking into the Harris, you just you just don't feel successful. You walk in there and you feel like, oh, I couldn't go to the Borgata this year. Right? The hotel room was it, it just it reeks of comps didn't work. Yeah, the comps. I, I should have gambled forty dollars a hand. I don't know. It just the whole thing. And by the way, they don't give comps anymore. You know what they? There's no like, can I get a shitty buffet if I gambled a little bit? Um, it, it it's just and then it's for dancers and the dancers are from eight to eighteen, so you got like young girls walking around a casino. There's a night I was like Nat, you stay in the you don't go you stay in the auditorium, you don't leave unless Daddy's like you're not allowed to be in. You know there was like a side door and all the girls were going out the side door. Uh, no, the rooms aren't nice though. Troy Chabarro, come on. <laughs> Come on, you're cheap. Yeah, but you Usually don't I don't remember the rooms. <laughs> yeah, that's another thing. Yeah, if you remember any room, it the place stinks. But the whole place, I, when I went to the boardwalk, the boardwalk is just, oh, God, the boardwalk is just, you know, the, the, the boardwalk should be called Josh Donaldson's boardwalk. It's just, it's just <laughs> shot. It's over. The ocean view is nice, but it's like $1,100 for the night. Anyway, but my daughter did great. I drove all the way down there like a jerk off on Route Nine. So the funny thing is, how'd you get? I take Jimmy Plumbo. Am I the only man? In, in, I, I take Route Nine to Atlantic City. Can you be a bigger jerk off? Oh you're the you're God. the only one in the and, history. Of and my and my ways. I thought my ways at one point. They it kept on trying to get me on the parkway. Right? Yeah. I, I swear. Turn left. Nah. Yeah. I think at one point the ways just said, "Hey, go fuck yourself. Go get that any way you want. I'm out. Like I'm signing off." First off. of all, first of all. If you're if you're using ways to get to Atlantic City, that's yeah. another problem because it's just well, like I was, it, you, you I just was trying go. to look for hotels. You I was like, go. what am I doing? Ah, the next pop one up. There's talk. water. You run out of room. And then you get <laughs> on that Route over. 30, that Route 30 East. As soon as you, you see the big the big uh, windmills cranking the it's, the it's energy. Just, it's just, I started seeing signs for Kate May and Shay. I'm like, what are we doing? Oh, My father's there right now. There Happy birthday, go. Dad. He's a he's at a yeah. He's in Cape May right now. It's like to me going to Cape May is like going to Georgia. That's how far away it is. If there's any traffic, <laughs> one Memorial Day weekend, I went to Cape May. It took me six and a half hours to get home. There is no. That's like that's like a three game series where you got to play. You got who do you play this week? Oh, we play at Pittsburgh, at Dallas, and you just you cannot win that. Cape people say no. I go to Cape May from Bergen County. I go down to Cape May. I'm like. Do you fly there? How do you get there? How do you are you are you magically delicious? How do you get down to Cape May? It's far. You go. You know what happens it is to Cape the, May? It's like the tip of New Jersey. Yeah, it's the when last. Cape. Here's how you know you're fucked. When you pass Atlantic City, and all of a sudden you're like, "Wow, well, I've been driving a while." Atlantic City's well. When you on those clear nights when you can't see the tall buildings anymore in Atlantic City, and you didn't get to Cape May yet. And then you get down there and there's like three houses that are Victorian painted pink and blue. And the rest is just, it's, and it's all Philly people, Eagle fans. Oh, Bunch of Airbnbs hey, down there. That's, I, what, listen, that's what they're doing. Hey, you know what? The best, and Vegas knows this too. You take exit 98 and the points you will cover all day. Where's Kyle <laughs> when I need him? Exit 98 people. 
Exit 98. Belmar is, getting exit involved. Exit 98 is, 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 is the Pittsburgh Steelers of short. You just you get off exit 98, you never stay. You're there. That's how yeah, it, you're there. You know I mean? But anyway, which brings us to I mean, another big news here at Shea. Uh, I'm a ginger ale, just in case. Cornhole. Now, cornholelevel.com. Very interesting development here. Mm. Of course, they're still a sponsor. If you go to cornholelevel.com, you will get what the hell I do with it. I'll hold it up for the, the eight people watching at home. That is the cornhole leveler right in the hole there, to and fro and up and down and all that stuff. Now, my church, St. Paul's in Ramsey, New Jersey, had a huge cornhole tournament. I couldn't make it. Why? Because I was on Route 9. And (laughs) (laughs) so what happened was I gave them, I had like six samples, and the winners of the tournament all got a cornhole leveler sponsored by the Jimmy Palumbo Show with tickets so caprio listening i totally next year we're actually going to sponsor the event i told the guy let me just let my cornhole guy sponsor it and he'll put tables up and get these things away or sell them for 20 bucks which is what it is cornhole level.com 1995 and if you mention the jp show you get 20 percent off a huge order because i know a guy like dave when he's having a party with his wife and his newly found cat he wants to have a level <laughs> cornhole board. i'm really glad i can laugh at that now because i was yeah. when i tell you jimmy it's been a long time long time since your boy like wept i was <laughs> i was i was whew, like i lost like i lost somebody like near and dear i mean he is it's my des i've known little desi since 2016 uh, is your like, cat's name is des oh yeah <laughs> okay I was you rooting. Know, now that you, you told me, exactly. that, you, I, first of all, I was rooting for the contractors. Listen, if any, if the contractors at Dave, Dave's house right now, please leave the screen door open. Shut up, bro. And then, and right, my, her, his sister is yes. Ellie from Elliot. Two Ezekiel, Ezekiel Elliot, Ellie. So oh. I got two. I got two former Cowboys. <laughs> how, how, and how old are these cats? As old. As uh, I got Des in 2016, so seven years old. And then okay, Ellie, and maybe. I don't know. What are you going to do with the Elliot one now that he's, you know, <laughs> give him a race? What is my sister yelling out? My sister's cleaning and yelling out. My, dude, what, what, what am I, Bill Burr, with uh, you know, coming in with people in this thing? Anyway, cornholelevel.com. And uh, rooting for the contract. I'm telling my wife that. That's a great one. It's a great line. Might be the best line of the day right there. Well, you tell me your two cats are named. What if I told you my my, uh, my cats were named uh, I don't know LT and uh, I had and Daniel I, Jones. I, I, well, I feel bad for the one because could barely play. But uh, LT, what do you, did I, you did you tell your kid you have to get? So every time the player gets cut, you get rid of the cat, right? Is that how? It I works? mean, that's usually how it works. But it's, <laughs> when Des got cut, I was like, I don't even know. I remember actually going home the day the day that Des got cut, like Bryant got cut from the Cowboys. I saw Des the cat who walked up to me, and I was like, I was like, well, now what? <laughs> you know, it's like, now what are we supposed to do? You got to change it. What's, 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 I, was it Pollard? What's his first name? What's Pollard's Tony. name? Tony. You, gotta, you know what? Your official cat's name is Tony. We could change the name. <laughs> oh, my God. Here it's Shay. Um, so that's cornholelevel.com. Go check it out. <laughs> I, do I read the worst ad? I, I love the way I read ads, but I think that, I, get, I think it's I get... it's it all gels together. It's all good. <laughs> it's the point the point here. is across. It is across. Cornhole level. You will level your cornhole here, Shay. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like I a mean, Saturday I think I night down the shore. A couple weeks ago, 
a friend of mine I was playing pickleball with brought his daughter down. She's like 24, lights out. Okay, gorgeous. <laughs> like the kind of gorgeous where like I didn't because she's so young. I didn't really want to. I don't. I didn't want to play with. I didn't want to be near her with. Like you, I wanted to say, listen, I'm so sorry. Did you read the note? You're too hot to play pickleball. It's just you know. But her name was Shay. So. <laughs> Like, my new intern, can, my new intern's that? name is Shay. Yeah, it's all that. Good evening, everybody. It's a beautiful day here in Shay. Mm-hmm. I tried to explain it to her. She doesn't know what Shay Stadium is. Right over her looked over it, right over it. But no one knows. Even my, you know, even I don't know what Shay means anymore. But I do know <laughs> what the Omni means. From Atlanta. Um, so also here in my abode, got my sister cleaning up while I'm doing a podcast, which is always fun. <laughs> I I had to, I, I moved into this place, right? And, um, I have like different. Do you have like water reverse osmosis stuff in your house? <laughs> what? Okay, I'm, I'm I got this place and uh, there's like water things under the sink that reverse osmosis, clean water, and all this. There's filters going on. There's a whole there is a whole Willy Wonka chocolate factory going on <laughs> under my sink. Okay. And finally, I and realized the that, then I, like then I got the soft the soft water tank in the laundry room, and I'm like, well, I, I know, I was like, I don't, I you know what, I can't coach water. I have to bring in a coach to handle. <laughs> so I bring in this guy, and I bought five pounds of water salt pellets from Home Depot. Forty right. pounds, lugged them up the stairs. I'm on the third floor here at condo right. here from the Omni. And all of a sudden, I walk in, and I, I thought the guy was like, you know, I thought he was gonna like just show me what everything is, maybe change the filters, start off new, so I know when yeah. they're changed. He starts in. Oh, you can't use these. You can't use these pellets. You can't use this. You can't do that. Next thing you know, three hundred and seventy dollars later, I'm signed to a service contract. The guy's coming twice a year to do this. I oh got, man, I you're got, that looking, guy. You're, the, I'm, you're I'm that sucker. guy. I, I'm that guy. And I'm looking at. Yeah, him no. Like, next thing you know, your whole apartment is going to be solar powered. Uh, <laughs> it's all like, the fucking things runs off your guy, roof. Oh, he and then he he, he totally did this. He's like. Would you buy like eight bags? I said, yeah. He goes, well, those those are forty pound bags. I said, all right. He goes, well, you, our bags, are the same price, but they're fifty pound bags, and we deliver them and walk them up the steps. Now there I am with my bad ankle, going, all right, I'm a fat bastard. Let these guys lug them up. He goes, then you might need them for about ten months, depending on your shower habits. I'm like, well, when I live alone, sometimes you don't shower for five days if you don't have to. <laughs> I'm convinced if there's no women involved in your life, I wouldn't shower. I'd look like uh, Tom Hanks in Castaway if I <laughs> if I didn't have you know, nobody comes here. Uh, and you can't smell through the video here, but uh, no, he was going. I got totally sold crap all over the place. Uh, he was telling me how the good water is good for the pipes, but then he says, "Listen, I got to tell you something. You know, with, with the soft water, you can't use as much shampoo because people with the soft water think they can't get the shampoo out of their hair, which I've never." Uh, He's the salt's being delivered tomorrow. I'll let you know next week. I was gonna say you you can only use a dabble of shampoo, works just as well. So so he looks at me, he's like, you know, just think of the money you'll save on shampoo. I'm like, I got a bottle of pert on the wall right now. It's a dollar forty nine. It's like seventy ounces. That lasts me about three years. VO five getting now, involved. VO five getting involved. I'm like, well, what are you talking about? Saving on shampoo? <laughs> That's what? hilarious. Is that another thing? Like so you're, li- so you're living up to the actual directions of the sh- on the back of the shampoo bottle. Like put a uh, yeah, quarter exactly size, right? a quarter like, size quarter in size? your palm. He said a dime. Guy, so, uh, so wow, listen, that's even less. The new segment, the new segment on my show next week is going to be Jimmy showers, and we're going to have a full <laughs> shampoo report about. I, I, you know, anyway, it's just it, the whole thing is. Anyway, so then I order a sink from my buddy who works for a place housewarming gift because my sink 
the sink I, the way I bought it, which is uh, lousy, has to be replaced. I, I, it gets delivered. My plumber comes. He goes to install it. There's a huge dent in the sink. Call my buddies. Ah, it's dented. He goes, ah, go pick up another one. I drive a half hour, pick it up. I look inside because that's where the dent was. Look good. There was a cardboard around the edges. The guy comes, plumber comes, opens up that sink. There's dents in that sink. I cannot, I am, I am, I, the, the, the old shitty sink is still there. And believe me, it is the seventh <laughs> inning. That sink has 161 pitches, scattering five hits. I, every time we look at the bullpen, there's absolutely no sink coming out of the bullpen. My buddy oh my won't God. even return my calls. I can't say his name until I talk to him. They're going to have fun with this. Uh, so the housewarming gift is cold. It's house colding <laughs> gift at this point. I still have my shitty sink. And then I got my new neighbors. I inherited for my daughter. I, I do I, I do it for the kids. I inherited two grandparents next door. They're in they're in their late 70s. Nice. They're from they're from Ireland. He's a handyman. He's like, hey, what can I do for you, lad? Let me see what you got. Oh, I remember the old people. Let me see that fan. He's, he's coming in with the thing. He's checking outlets out for me. He's leaving me tools. You see that? See my little area right there, the storage area? You use it anytime you want. The door's always open. I don't lock it. Anybody wants to use my tools? And then the, the mother's inviting me over for scotch and soda. Scotch and sodas during the day. She goes, you come over, we'll have a drink. And we'll sit down and we'll talk about it. I want to hear about your life. I'll tell you about ours. I'm like, I have. So my daughter hasn't met them yet. I can't wait. They're from Ireland. So it was my great-grandmother. So uh, I think it's hysterical. Um, I have new Irish neighbors. Uh, and that's it. And I'm still dealing with my Nazi HOA lady. Um, <laughs> I'm convinced there's no, uh, I, I'm going to do a documentary 30 on 30 on uh, homeowners association uh, directors and the lady in that little shitty office next to the pool. She won't let me go in the pool because she says on my system, you don't live here yet. I'm mm. like, really? So I'm still struggling. I'm like, she said, maybe in a couple months. I said, oh, hang on, a couple months? Doesn't the pool close Labor Day? <laughs> that's, approved, that's, like, that's like saying Aaron Judge will be ready to go on December 8th. You know what I mean? <laughs> what are you talking about? I need him now. Uh, so that made me crazy. Which brings us to OxyMagicUSA.com. Mm -hmm. Carpet cleaning, getting involved. Let me tell you, OxyMagicUSA. Go to OxyMagicUSA. That's O-X-Y here at Che. Tom and Natalie. DeMeo will take care of you. Uh, call them up. They're not your traditional carpet place. Oh, no. They don't drag hoses through the house. That's right. Drying time is one to two hours. They got the green seal. The EPA's involved. Safer choice. The place doesn't smell like shit. Uh, they <laughs> are the, uh, you know, that, that weird, all the shit in your carpet comes out into the air when you do some of these things. They have 80 locations nationwide. OxyMagic USA, they're offering now 0%. Company financing, if you want to open up. Matter of fact, me and Dave talked about it last week. We might be opening up a carbon place, depending on how our podcasts do. And uh, cut to two years, we're going to be live. Maybe, maybe that's the new way to do it. We'll open Just up put a mic, put, put a mic on yeah. ourselves while we're And cleaning. me and you will do the carpets while we're live doing the podcast. Yeah. Good evening, everybody. Welcome yeah. to some shitty carpet house here. We're Look at this stain, huh, Jimmy? Jimmy, this is a tough one today. <laughs> like this stain, this stain <laughs> this looks like it's been weathered and aged. <laughs> and we'll do full color. Like, look at the stain here. Not sure if it was olive oil or a brutal kid's family project <laughs> that went south here. Not so sure. <laughs> we're going to do play. You know what? Maybe that's my career. Yeah, You'll is. do the general announcing, like, welcome to... You'll do your world wrestling stuff with the big, loud voice. <laughs> okay. And I'll do the subtleties of... I'll just follow a guy around while he's doing corporates and say, like, ah, check it out, going around the edge there. Ooh, 
Check it out. He banged the wall. That's going to hurt right there. Don't tell the He's homeowner. He's two for three. He's two for three from the spray line. <laughs> like... The spray is going all over the place, and he wants to talk it over. But no, they're great. My guy Brian came to the house. He totally took care of me. He cleaned all the carpets in my daughter's room because that's the only room they didn't have new carpets. And uh, they were great. And Tom and Natalie are wonderful. Oxy Magic USA. If you want to start your own business, give them a call. They'll help you out with that, too. They're all over the place. They really do a good job. Tom knows I like the kid around. And that will lead me to another serious conversation. And this has to do with maybe Tom and Natalie of Oxymagic. I was, I was kind of told in no uncertain terms that I'm not that good in pickleball. Okay. That I was overrating myself. Okay. So on Sunday, it was raining. Uh, I played pickleball with this foursome. Now In the rain? Yeah, outside, indoors, indoor oh, pickleball, okay. okay? So they were just like, oh, we're just playing pickleball for a couple hours, right? But they didn't realize that Jordan, after a playoff loss, is entering the arena, okay? <laughs> I was more, I was like, how dare someone say, I'm better than everyone, I'm, I'm the best player in the court right now. <laughs> Dude, it was total dump. We kept on rotating, you know, Palumbo wins 11-2, Palumbo wins 11-5, Palumbo total dump. I won with the women, I won with the guys, I won with the old lady, I won with, it was just win after win after win to the point where they were like, wow, Jimmy, you're really on today. I'm like, no. I was just challenged. I cared today. <laughs> Normally I'm to having fun. I didn't have fun at all. It's not fun completely destroying your will at pickleball. <laughs> I completely dominated. My heel felt fine. Um, and I left there. It was like, I got to go see you guys. Left them in a cloud of shit as I totally dominate. So to Tom and Natalie DeMeo of Oxy Magic USA, you guys are the best players. I'm coming for you. They want nothing. Their, their coaching staff is looking at the monitor going, who are we drawing in the first round? We do not want Jimmy Palumbo on Thursday, the noon game on CBS in the first round of the tournament. That's Jim not Nance the game on the call. Jim, right there. You do not. Or Jimmy Palumbo. Oh, on the back, you want to hear Jimmy Palumbo on the back nine. You hear that roar as he sings. By the way, switch subjects. Did anybody, nobody watched this. Why I was watching it, I, I think the remote, you ever see when the remote falls down the edge of the couch and it's just too far away, so whatever's on, you're like, okay, <laughs> I'm not moving. I'll deal with it, right? right? I was watching the, the Scottish Open. or uh, Oh, yeah, no. Okay. A lot of popularity okay. about, around okay. that. Yeah. The Scottish Open, which I, mm. uh, you know, I don't mind golf on your, TV. Your neighbor next door was really yeah. involved. Okay, okay. <laughs> he, was, he, was, he was clapping. Um, I think what Rory, the, the guy who, who took the lead was finished. And McElroy still had two holes to go. And supposedly the 18th hole is like a brutal hole. Like nobody parted all that, right? So this guy sinks a huge monster birdie putt on the 18th to go up, to go up by two. And McElroy had uh, excuse me, go up by one with two holes to go. <laughs> and McElroy just very casually hits a bomb off the tee. Boom. Birdies the 17th. Ties it. Everybody's like, well, it's been a very difficult hole here. You know, you should play for the tie. And they were like, the other guy, uh, McIntyre, will start warming up, getting ready for the playoff round. And, and McElroy's like, no, no, I'm going to sink a 15 footer to end this. I thought it was one of the greatest golf. Like, when you birdie two holes to win a match on Sunday, I don't care if you're playing in the Chop Sports Open down in uh, Matawan. <laughs> that is impressive. Okay. In a sport I could care less about. Um, so I digress on that, but I don't know if that's a sporting event no one watched, uh, which I think um, this will bring us to a very sad note. 
The New York Yankees. Uh, mm. I watched. I mean, I still watch the games. They're always on in the background. But nice you know, talk. what's awful? Look at his Z. See that you mock Sam Grass. Talking talk about he, he, that came in when you were talking about golf. So. Yeah, but you know what, Sam? I just, I, you know what happened? You, you, you just uppercutted me, but I dodged to the right. You're so exposed right now. Working the jam. <laughs> working the jam. Judge Ramirez, one sixteen, one thirteen, Palumbo. Judge Montgomery. Anyway, um, got a very sad note here. The New York Yankees. Uh, last night's game, uh, first of all, Otani, uh, why every team, if I was Otani's agents, I'd be like, yeah, we're just going to make, uh, what is judge making? Oh, that's such a nice little amount. That's a, that amount's adorable. Uh, I, I think he deserves $70 million a year. He pitches, he hits, he, uh, he does, he's fast. Judges, um, judges home run record might only last a year. It's unbelievable. <laughs> like, this guy, he's on pace. Right? He's on the same pace. And the angels stink. I think the angels could totally change their franchise if they sell him where like even me and you have to do our podcast from Anaheim after this, like mm. they should, they should get draft picks. They should get players, draft picks, closers, everything. Um, unless they get a handshake saying, listen, we're going to give you a billion dollars. Um, but anyway, the worst part about it is the Yankees, it was four to one. Okay. In the fifth inning, four to one. Okay. Baseball game. I felt like it was 12 to two. Mm. I, the, the, I was like four to one. They're not scoring three runs. Two hits. Yeah, yeah. Two hits. Uh, like my boy Stanton looked. He's batting on one ninety nine. I mean, some of the stats. First of all, they're nine games out. Okay. Yeah. And Tampa four, Bay. They're only four games above five hundred yeah, now. And, and Tampa Bay hasn't won a game in a month, and the Yankees are still nine games out. I know because the uh, fucking Rangers are kicking the shit out of people, which is two and fun a half, team to watch. But two and a half games out of the wild card. And, you know, two and a half, once you get to four games out, you know me, it's it's, it's two months before you get anywhere here. Jimmy, they're in last place in the AL. Last place in the AL. Last the place. Division? I don't think I remember a time as a, as, as, as a now, Yankee fan in my life to ever see them in yeah, last. Awful, awful. Now, I made a comment that Rizzo will bat under 225 when he was batting 300 and 295. You, you said to me, oh, Jimmy, that means he would have to bat like 040. I'm like, Rizzo's now at 247, which is very much in striking distance to 225. <coughs> Volpe, everybody's favorite player, 209. He's running around. He's fed. You know what? He runs hard when he hits those ground balls for outs. He runs hard in the bag. But 209 is 209. LeMayu makes like doesn't LeMayu make like twenty million dollars a year, eighteen million a year, something like yeah, that. Yeah, they just they re-upped him not too long. Yeah, ago. he's batting two thirty-one. Uh and then that, listen, like <clears throat> they traded. I mean, they um uh, they brought in Sean Casey to maybe try to help fix the, the hitting, but just just not happening, man. It's it, just it, like, it, like it's one of those things where it's like when it, you know it's not your year, it's and not you know your what? Year. You know what? You know what you know what the Yankees gotta start looking for now in the in, in the in the draft. They don't have a catcher. This Trevino Higgy thing. I mean, 224 and 210, I'm sorry. You got to get a little more juice out of the catching spot. Our best players right now are Cabrera, Gleyber Torres, and IKF. They're all having, at least they're batting like over 250. And they were all, and those guys were all like like recipients of the most hatred in the offseason. Got to get rid of these guys. Gotta gotta get rid of get, IKF, I, he sucks. I just, uh, <clears throat> Garrett Coles, our only really consistent starter. Everybody else stinks. The bullpen, I guess, is doing well, but I, I'm sure not now anymore. That's not, even, not, not anymore. anymore. They used to leave the league, and now it's just everything's <laughs> just imploding, man. They got this guy Randy Vasquez uh, closing now. He's been doing well. His ERA is low, but uh, who's Randy Vasquez? Randy Vasquez sounds like one of those bad welterweight fights when you're watching a heavyweight. Fight, he sounds you know? like a Ricky Lede. <laughs> yeah, exactly <laughs> right. I think he's Ricky Lede's cousin. Uh, yeah, probably. Anyway. 
The next thing, the Giants, Saquon Barkley, I'm sure you have thoughts on this. I, I, my thoughts are the guy on the couch. Hey, Saquon, you're guaranteed $10 million, but in an offer, maybe you were guaranteed 15 or 16 Like, what are you doing? They never, they never offered him that. That's what he wanted. Well, what so, they offer? They had to offer a higher guarantee than ten, because that's what you get. I, I on the think one it got year. to maybe. I think it got to maybe. If I had a guess, maybe twelve. Okay. They didn't. They did not. They and look, you're if gonna find would, out quick. Giants fans better be on a high alert because without Barkley in that offense, Daniel Jones is gonna be exposed as as who I don't he agree. is. I don't agree. I'll tell you why. If I was if I was Barkley's agent, I'd, I'd say, can I talk to you for a second? Uh, listen, just want to let you know, like two years ago. Three starting running backs played for Rutgers, undrafted. No one knew who they were. They were when you turn the games on, they were running the Gus Edwards, Pacheco, and the other guy's name I can't think of. So if you don't think you can replace, but wait a minute, wasn't there a really big star running back on the Cowboys? And some guy no, Pollard well, came a, out of nowhere. You well, gone. that's the thing. That's the thing. Ezekiel Elliott almost ruined everything for running backs when he got paid what he got paid because now. People are realizing that, yes, you can get the Pachecos in the seventh round, and that guy will run his balls off. The easiest position to place in the NFL is running back. It's not by far the easiest easiest place to play. It's just that it's no, no, it's the easiest to replace. Oh, to replace. Yeah, yeah. If you're running, if you're, you know, if you're running back, he runs left side. Oh, his ankle is off. It flew into the stands. I don't (laughs) know. The guy who comes in doesn't upset your game, it just doesn't. A tight end getting hurt is worse. Offensive lineman getting hurt is worse. Forget about the secondary. Forget about what, obviously quarterback position. Um, which, by the way, I, we'll get to that quarterback show in a second. Anyway, I just think Barkley is making a mistake. He'd be a hero. Sign a contract. Get this done. And if the Giants are playing hardball, I don't. I, 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 it's just he's a replaceable player. Even though I love him, um, and he's a great, he's a good player. But at that position. Uh, it, this should not be going on. It pisses me off. Um, but uh, also, the mail system in the United States. Uh, I made a comment a couple weeks ago that when you go down to the post office, okay, Dave, next time you move, when you, when your wife kicks you out for losing the cat again. Um, <laughs> I should say, when your kids kick you out of the house for losing their cat. Uh, right. You go to the post office and you say, I'm moving, your mail immediately does not come to the location you say stop it. Like within like eight, they literally like some guy runs on a moped, grabs the postman by the shoulder and says, don't deliver Palumbo's mail to that up. So I just assume, oh, it'll go right to the new place. Now, my mail is somewhere in the system. It's probably down in Atlanta. It's in the cloud. Omni. So every <laughs> area. City at the, at the uh, listen, my job here is to educate you people. Okay. My mail, I every area has like a distribution center of a mail place. Like it's not, you have your local Matawan, your Mawa post office, but there's like another area where it's like a distribution area. And they have a little office there where the hours are less, but you go there if you have stop mail, you go on vacation. It's like one of those things. Well, I went down there, say, where is, it's been three and a half weeks. Where is my mail floating around in the oblivion of, you know, bad enough I got reverse osmosis water here, Shay. Where's my mail? Where's the reverse osmosis mail coming in? I went in, but these distribution centers are not, you know, sometimes the post office people, a little cheery sometimes, or a little anal about, do you want stamps? you want this? Well, the distribution centers have the people that can't be seen by the American public. This guy had dirty, dirty red, like Nike sweats on 
okay? Sneakers with no socks and like a tank top shirt that said like, you know, uh, it had that, what's that? A Twix bar on the shirt. I was, <laughs> it was stained like he was changing his oil in the back. And everybody, when you go up to the counter, all they want is their mail. There's no, there's no, you don't buy stamps there. There's no mm-hmm. fun day. You don't buy boxes. There's no bubble wrap available. There's no like, oh, let me get a, let me get a Martin Luther King stamp or, you know, a Derek <laughs> Jeter stamp. You walk in there and like, here's my address. Give my mail. The way the, the, the attitude, it's almost like the reluctant, you know what? I should probably have him co-host my show next week. The complete, <laughs> complete reluctance to this guy was like, he was like, I don't want to do, I don't want to give you your mail. I work for the post office. He, he, did not, <laughs> he slams the boxes down and goes to the guy. The one guy was like, ah, it's not my mail. And the guy goes, yes, it is. Like you, when you look into a box and say, it's not my mail. Usually it means instead of Dave Sturgio, it'll say like John Smith, you say, I'm sorry. This this That's is not, not my mail. mail. Okay. <laughs> He's like, yes, it is. <laughs> like, where's the timeout? Where's the Pat Riley timeout walking down the bench? And I was like, this is just, uh, it is the DMV of, of, of life. It's like, uh, you know what? I, again, I, I, when I become a judge and someone does like a kind of minor offense, I'm like, okay, two choices. You got to work a week at the distribution center of the post office. You got to work at the DMV or do 30 days in County. You're cool. Tell me what you want to do. I think people are like, I'm going to County. I'm not going to that post office. Uh, anyway, um, my sister insists on me using a toaster oven and not my oven. And now she's burning the kitchen down with this little toaster oven, which looks, uh, I call it the Brent Gardner of toaster ovens. I, I don't understand this little thing. It's, it's a half air fryer, half toaster oven. It takes you an hour to make toast. I have a toaster that was $17 at Walgreens. You put the toast in, you hit it down, boom, it comes out like, you know, God bless America. And I, I don't, but she loves this toaster oven. So I insisted on keeping it. So my house now smells like burnt Legos. Okay, <laughs> Lego by <laughs> Ego here. Uh, waffle day at the stadium. Uh, that's it for our show. Uh, yeah, I actually have one question. I, ha- I have a question for you, and it's in regards to um, the actors and writers strike. I'm curious to know your thoughts only because, right. and I, you don't have to like speak no, in I'll, detail. I'll be quick. I'll be quick. But like, I, I just, I, what I've seen from it is that these guys or the actors and the actresses are worried about AI taking over the world and being like, I can have like a hologram Jimmy Palumbo star in the next There's movie a, instead of Jimmy. Like, do you a, buy into that shit? No, no, that that's a, that's a, that's a, um, that's a bulletin point, but way down the bottom. The big, biggest thing is, um, uh, earning earnings per day when you work, you know, for the, for the, for the, um, for the actors like me who just, if you can only get paid scale for a gig, that kind of thing, how much the producers put into, Pension and health to help with our health benefits and pension, which I collect a pension now. And also it's do it residuals. You got to understand these companies like Netflix, Netflix and uh, Paramount and Disney plus, they don't have to reveal their numbers to residuals. The residual thing is all out of whack. There's also, um, so uh, the AI thing is for things like they can now shoot extras, right. And then digitize them. And then, they they don't need they don't need extras and uh, background actors. Everything can be digitized now. So that, that's more the AI. There's some books. It has to be something to be discussed. But the big thing is money, man. These big companies they own everything. There's like five only five big companies, and streaming changed the game. It's better for the consumer because you get to watch stuff from your couch. 
But the people that created those shows, for instance, if you get a guy who created a show like Breaking Bad right now and it went to streaming, that's a generational show. That is a, a stallback, a Tom Brady. He needs to get paid from that because people are going to watch it. And now they don't. They don't get you watch. If you watch our product, you, the actors should be compensated. So for and, for example, just so I'm clear, so and the writers' they, room, the writers' room is has to do with how many writers are on uh, on the set and in the back room. There's all kinds of. It's all about. It's really all. It's always all about money. That's so, really all it is. But I don't so know I, the intricate details. I just think strikes stink. I went through one commercial strike. I, uh, this seems to be head. a big one. You know, it's this seems huge to be one. like yeah. So and like, you're I, saying it may go to December, which means I can't audition for any um, TV or film right now. I could do wow. radio spots. I could do commercials, um, but I can't do any uh, any TV or film. And that's look. That's I just worked on the uh, that show. I, I said Daredevil, um, the Daredevil's new season coming out on uh, Disney Plus. Got a really cool cool part in that. Thank God that happened two months ago. I know friends of mine ready were ready to work. They were going to like England to shoot a film, big film, all delayed. So, but these companies have stockpiled product. And so now during the strike, but what about when that runs out? So you got, listen, the writers write and the actors act. You cannot, entertainment is uh, taking a beating right now. And it's a little bit of a, we got to make sure we get the right contract. It's fair to everybody um, and stuff like that. Uh, there, It's very complicated. And any actor who says they know what they're talking about, nine times out of 10 does it, including myself. I just know kind of how it affects me. I cannot audition now and I need to put food on the table. Um, but like for someone like Tom Cruise or Tom Hanks, I don't even want to hear their opinion. I don't right. want to hear about it. It's, yeah. they're, 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 it's the middle class. You know what? It's like anything else, man. Listen, you're a middle class guy. You know, the rich, rich people, you know, um, uh, when an inflate or something happens in their million dollar home is only worth 800,000. And if you have a house that's worth 350,000, it drops to 80, 80 grand. You got a bigger problem. So it's that middle True. class of the United States that's getting hurt by these things. But I wish I knew more about it. So I'm going to shut up there. But yeah, it's no, I was just curious a, and see it's, it's a big deal. I wish maybe I'll have somebody, you know, I may have my buddy Jeff Cantor come on. He's well-versed in this. Um, but I know the actors want to get back to work. I, I think the producer, you know, you got to remember though, this affects a lot of people, agencies, managers, the, the guy who surprised, uh, who does the food, uh, 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 teamsters. Um, this affects like, a millions and millions of people, not just the jerk off actors like me. What right. about all the florists in LA outside the studios, uh, electricians that have to come in and fix. I mean, it affects, it's an industry shut down. I mean, uh, it affects, uh, it's like if a baseball strike goes on all the, all the vendors, all the people that work in the offices, it's, it's a big, it's a big deal. It would be like if Wi-Fi was shut down, what, what would the Dave Sturcho show and Jimmy Palumbo show do? <laughs> No. Record. You know I, mean? <laughs> I Record think right now, true. what would be great if the Yankees went on strike? That I wouldn't have yeah. to watch it. The rest I think of they the actually already them. have. I think they have I, already. <laughs> I will. I will. I will come up with a better answer next week about the strike. Sure. I'll, uh, so I could kind of answer your question better. Bottom line is, I can't do shit. That's the way to end the show. Jimmy Bobo. Jimmy's quotes the other day. Can't do shit. Shout out to Sam Grasso with his uh, with his comments and Troy Chabarro getting involved here. Um, and who else uh, was on this thing? It's probably only two people. Yeah, you're right. Only two people were texting. Bob Sheen and of course Dying Breed Garage. Will Pena, Patreon. 
All right, man. Have fun with your cat. I uh, hope you. Uh, I'm sure you got to run to the bathroom right now. And maybe that. Wait, we're gonna have a special guest next week. Special guest, okay. ladies and gentlemen, back from the eleventh injury of his career. Chris, Chris Gucci. He's not <laughs> gonna be, He's gonna come in for a couple of minutes just to let people know he's okay, and maybe we'll have a whole fun. Um, maybe we'll have Chris come in just to do the baseball card bit, and then he can leave. <laughs> we'll do something. <laughs> just like, and then you bring in the righty, and here I come out of the bullpen. We, we, we gotta have at least make sure he's alive. We gotta yeah, make of course. Sure he's alive. I can hear his voice out here. I can hear yeah, I don't, but he, you know what it is? He'll, I'll give him the start next week, and then I'll start hearing about kidney stones, my ankle, my girlfriend. <laughs> Baseball card back. Yeah. All right. All right. Good night, everybody.